Do you think you may have a problem with your alcohol consumption or drug use? Are you thinking about quitting and want to know what all the sober hype is about? Whatever the reason, I'm so grateful you're here with me today. My name is Sarah, and I am the creator and host of Sober Gratitudes. I once was an active alcoholic, and after decades of failed attempts to control my drinking, I finally reached out for help. Letting others help me is why I'm here today, living a life I never thought possible. The suffering of my past was the catalyst I needed to find recovery and be receptive to healing. I created this podcast out of the desire to recover out loud and, with the help of my guests, show you how a better life is possible after addiction. Whether you have been here before or you are a first-time listener, I would be so grateful if you would take a moment to write a review on Apple Podcasts so that it can reach more people who may be struggling. Together, we can help those in need. You can also reach me at SoberGratitudes at gmail.com with any questions or comments. Thank you again for dropping in today, and welcome to Sober Gratitudes. Sober Gratitudes is a podcast dedicated to spreading the hope in recovery from addiction. It is an inclusive show that does not promote or represent any recovery program. When my guests and I discuss what keeps us sober, we are referring to our own unique experiences. Our goal is to encourage and give hope to those who are struggling and need support. Sober Gratitudes podcast is proud to come together and partner with Valor Fitness Clothing in our mutual mission to support and encourage the recovering community. Based in Los Angeles and inspired by real recovery, Valor Fitness lives up to its mission. With one item sold, Valor Fitness donates one item to a homeless shelter or transitional rehab facility. Because Valor Fitness Clothing supports Sober Gratitudes mission, everyone can receive a discount when shopping. Use the code GRATITUDE20 at checkout. Also, every guest on my podcast will be graciously given a gift certificate from Valor. We're stronger together when we come together. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. Thanks for dropping in again today for another episode on Sober Gratitudes. I'm so excited for today because I have my friend Mackenzie with me and we're going to talk about something really fun. <laughs> and I just posted on it on Instagram. Some of um, the loyal listeners know already that we're going to be talking about the rebirth of senses in sobriety. Oh, and it's quite the rebirth. That's for sure. So Mackenzie, what was, what's the first thing you can think of? in terms of your pre-birth, what was your first experience that you can remember? Not feeling numb. Um, you know, I, I came in, I mean, and it took a few days to like, obviously like, you know, detox from the alcohol and kind of just prop, but once I kind of got settled in sobriety a bit, it was literally like, it was like one day, all of a sudden, I, like the floodgates opened and 
there were a lot of tears, a lot of tears for me in early sobriety out of nowhere, like in meetings, not in meetings, in the shower, driving, just tears. And they weren't necessarily sad. It was, it was happy. It was relief. It was fear. It was sad. I mean, it was all of it. It was just a lot. I cried a lot. Like I cried a lot in, in early sobriety and also just experienced just this sense of like being alive, if that makes sense. Like I, and like wanting to be alive, you know, I wanted to die. I talk about that often. I wanted to die. Um, and realizing, you know, as the days went on in, in, or in sobriety and early sobriety, and I'm speaking early, like the first few months, um, realizing more and more that like, I did want to live and like that my life was saved. And like that concept that I was saved and that I didn't die and that God wanted me to get sober that in itself was really emotional too so it was just a lot of emotions it was like like songs um you know it, every 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 little thing like really made me cry <laughs> everything all of it yeah I cried a lot too like all the fucking time <laughs> oh literally all the time like and it was like I would like laugh and cry like it was it was just like I looked insane probably like I, I remember just having tissues in my car all the time, like boxes of tissues, like everywhere with me, just lots of tears. And now looking back, like I didn't cry a lot leading up to getting sober, like even in the morning, like when I woke up and wanted to die and hated myself and was in, and felt a shame and like all those things and everyone hate and everyone was mad at me, like. I didn't really cry. It was just kind of like shock and like dull, no, like, and I'm a very emotional person and I am a crier like now still, but I, I just didn't really cry leading up to it. So it's almost like I had to make up for some lost time there with my, with my tears. Really though, Mackenzie, it's like, I was looking up, um, I Googled, you know, it, increase of senses in yes. sobriety. And I was reading an article by a neurologist who was, who got sober at the time. It was two years ago. He was six months sober. And he was saying like how it, it like neurologically, this, it, it's a very normal thing to happen mm -hmm. because obviously I'm not a neurologist, so I can't speak to it. And I haven't read the article in full, but I just wanted to get that like verification yeah. like that it's like it's a real thing that i know a lot of people have experienced this as well but i for me my experience was um it just i was detoxing obviously um from the alcohol and it just left more space like my and my head was on was like getting defogged right mm -hmm. like it's like cobweb brain before yeah before getting into sobriety and then just feeling like almost like hypersensitive that that's a, yeah. for me in the beginning yeah. it was like i was overly sensitive um so i kind of like it was like a whiplash like i was like i had nothing and then i was like thrown into the far out into the stratosphere of like 
like everything that touched me was like really, really highly sensitive and like listening to songs that were so beautiful. I could hear every single note and, but in the songs I would just cry. Like my husband would find me like laying on my bed, listening to ABBA. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? I love ABBA. I think, um, take a chance on me. Like every single song, like I love ABBA songs and, and then Bohemian Rhapsody, like, like a lot of songs. And I could hear, I could hear, I was hypersensitive. That was early, early sobriety when I was like physically detoxing and, um, and like, even like the, I have another example, I'll give another example and I'm going to like throw it back at you, Mackenzie, but there's this one time, it may have shared it before with you or the listeners. I remember walking outside and it was, it was this, it was around this time, maybe a month late, like late May and like everything was in full bloom. And we live in a part of the country where we have seasons and, and and tons, shit, tons of allergies. (laughs) Yeah. Major. Oh, so annoying. And I, but walking outside, I remember seeing this bush that had bloomed these pink flowers that I, I'm like, I asked my husband, I'm like, when did we get this? He's like, we've had this for as long as we lived here. Where the whole time. Where? Every year. Every year it's happened. <laughs> but then I walked and I looked at it and I was like, oh. it's the pink. It's like, it was like blinding. Like, oh, it was so beautiful that like, I felt it in my heart. Yeah. It was like eye candy. Like, I'm like, now I know what that eye candy phrase yeah. means. Yeah. The hyper, I, yeah. Like everything. Like just. I mean, we literally, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I felt like nothing before I got sober. I mean, other than like really awful, severe, bad things, like, you know, with the shape, like all those awful feelings when I would wake up in the morning. Um, For the most part, like I was like numb, like so just could barely get through the day so of course I wasn't looking at fucking trees like it's like I'm like laughing because I get it like of course I didn't see a tree in my front yard like I was I didn't see anything like I don't know I I think yeah I mean it what I'm so glad you're doing this episode because you know, we don't think about it that much anymore, but it's such a big deal going from feeling like nothing to feeling everything. And it's so overwhelming. And, you know, I, um, especially it was, it was interesting around like my six month mark, I felt like a new wave of like emotions. And it was because I was like in sobriety, you know, six months, which is a, a decent amount of time for someone like me who couldn't get through, you know, anything without like drinking um and I remember like around the six year mark like a new flood of like tears and everything came because it was like this could be permanent like I can maybe see myself because in the beginning it was like I didn't know which way was up what the heck was going on it was like holy shit I feel all these feelings and then around six months it was like life has gotten better like this might just work one day at a time but like maybe it could work forever. And like, then that 
brought in all of these emotions, at least for me. And, and, and I've been hearing people in, in meetings that, you know, we, we attend um, recovery meetings. We'll share like, yeah, like I'm coming up on six months and like, I'm feeling all these things. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like, there needs to be like a word for that because it's, it's real, you know? I don't know if you had, if you felt that around the six month mark, I don't know. Well, I think I did. Cause I, I have, there's pictures of me and I just look a ton better. And my, like the bloatedness when it had been gone and, and my smiles were much more like, like crazy happy. Yeah. Um, and I, I was, so I was on a pink cloud for, for um, a bit. So that, that just, you know, and I think that has a lot to do with just feeling a lot better, but you know, it's, it's hard to remember, like, all, like in terms of like exactly when I felt like more senses here, more senses there, it's hard to really discern because a lot of early sobriety is kind of foggy too, cause mm -hmm. it's been a bit of time. But, but when I think of like before sobriety, it's just, it's darkness, like, especially the last couple of years when I was really heavily into my addiction, when all I could do was think about alcohol and drink alcohol and anything that got in between me and alcohol, like that pink bush out in the front yard, mm -hmm. like that would drive, that was like a resentment for me. And, but then, so it was such a stark, like darkness, bleak, murky, muck, mucky, foggy, and then getting sober and like, get even like after a week in 10 days like and then two weeks like it was like ding like everything and it was really like hypersensitive but then like the, it, then it started to kind of i think chill out a bit and so for anyone who's new in sobriety i guess who might be experiencing that it calmed down a bit it wasn't so like overwhelming that i was almost right. uncomfortable with how right. amazing i felt It's like pouring rain and the sun's out. It's wild where we live right now. It We're is only like of... a mile away from each other. Like... Oh my gosh. Yeah, because there was hail. I know. And now the sun's glaring. And my, do my dog was freaking out. Scary rain. Yeah. <laughs> my dog gets crazy. She's like hypersensitive. She's, she's, like, hypersensitive. she's in detox from Oh yeah, she's, she's going through all the, the phases of early sobriety. The like detox from treats this morning. Oh, yeah. Her treat this morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now she, she can't quite believe what she's feeling. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then, so when, like, do you remember, like, um, like anything else in particular that struck you, like just sights or sounds or um, smells? <clears throat> Smells is a huge one for me because I have such a, like, smell. This, I'm going to sound sniffer. crazy, but, like, yeah, I'm a sniffer. Yeah. <laughs> I would, too. like, sniff, like, books, like, pages of books when I was little. Like, very, it's like a joke now. I'm, like, 27, and someone, like, gives me a book. They're like, oh, you're going to smell the pages? <laughs> so weird. So I was such a weird child. I was too. And I just say, I was a weirdo. Right, and that's why I bought so a weirdo weird. t-shirt that I found on Amazon because I'm weirdo, but I didn't. I need weirdo. it too. 
okay, I'm going to get you one because we'd be weirdos, weirdos together. But I was really a weirdo. Weird. Like I smelled blankets all the time. <laughs> and my mother, like my, and my mother's like, you smelled everything. Yeah. Your nanny and my mom should talk because. Oh, it, I wonder if it's like a requirement to be who we are. Yeah, I, I guess. Of the weird. sniffers. The sniffers. We are not anonymous. (laughs) 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 So yeah, I... I'm proud of my sniffer. I will not (laughs) sniff in... in, Alone. Never. No, we sniff together. It's stronger. Okay, we could go on about that. (laughs) I'm about to lose you. You're about to fall. That's what happens when Sarah, like, finds something funny. She'll, like, just slide out of her chair onto the floor laughing. And if you can see it right now, it's, that's where we're headed. Okay. The slink out of the chair. But we do know somebody who slinks out of bed in the morning. Slinks out of bed to pray. To pray. Yeah. But that's for another episode. That's a, yeah, we could do a whole episode on that. Um, So, yeah, sense of smell has always been, I've always attributed, like, like memory to smell, smells. That's Mm. been, like, forever, but, so, yeah, that was a big one in early sobriety, like, oh, my God, actually, that's crazy. So, I just remembered something. There was a perfume that I wore, and it was like one of my favorite ones. And I wore it a couple months before I got sober. The night I got arrested um, and spent a night in jail, because um, that's where my alcoholism had taken me. And I remember, I don't know. I guess I didn't really wear it like those couple whatever. And then I got sober and. Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about this in a long time. And I remember grab like putting that perfume on and I had to like take it off. Like I literally had to like like sh- scrub my like chest and like my wrists. Um it was too much. Too much. Too much. Me. It was way too much. And yeah. That wow. wow. I haven't not thought about that. I have not thought about that in over seven years. Yeah. So Wow. Um, sense it, it's real, you know, like just, it just brings you back. It, we're um, human beings that are very sensitive, you know, like that's kind of, I'm starting to go sound weird, but. Um, well, you are, we already agreed. I mean, I'm weird. Weirdos. Yeah, I'm we a weirdo. weirdo. So. Um, so yeah, sense of smell a big one um music I love music so much always have for as long as I can remember it's so important to me and um there are songs I cannot listen to because of things and before I got sober like that they would remind like oh really oh yeah okay yeah there are songs that I can't that's crazy because I have the same same experience even like before I was drinking, like from like my childhood that would like remind me of something that I was experiencing, like a hard time, like I can't even listen to still, like 
20 plus years wow. later. It's um, so music is big. And you talked about, you know, the crying with like ABBA, like when, when you were first getting sober, like I experienced that a lot too. Like I actually, again, haven't thought about this. I'm so glad you're, we're doing this because I haven't thought about this. I remember going in like the first like few weeks of sobriety like driving to meetings because I was attending meetings every single day like recovery meetings and I couldn't even turn the radio on because I knew like because I was like afraid that some song would like I literally have not thought about this and, and I'm not kidding like in over in a long time but like I like couldn't even turn the radio on my car like I couldn't connect my bluetooth like my phone because I didn't I just did to the music in my car like I I like stopped listening to music in the beginning of my sobriety like which is wild because I can't live without music and hey wow I haven't thought about this in so long um I keep repeating myself but that's yeah so senses <laughs> they're powerful and and they can um just important that we kind of recognize them and, and know that like everything is okay. And, and if you have a sense where it takes you back to a scary, dark time, know like that it's, it'll go away and that you are here right now. And you know, you're, or at least for me, I'm like, I know I'm sober, like, okay, I'm smelling this perfume from like the, one of the worst nights of my life, but like, I'm not there anymore. Like, thank you God for reminding me, but like, thank you next. Like, here we go, we're moving on. Like it's, I'm recognizing the scent, the smell, the, the song, like whatever it is, but I'm not gonna stay stuck in like morbid reflection of, of something like it's, but that took time to get to that place. I mean, like I said, I literally couldn't even listen to music or like in the, in the very, 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 very beginning. And then, you know, the music started again and I was crying with every song, but um, yeah, I, I literally had to cut it out in, in the beginning. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, just to avoid to avoid getting to, uh, like we're so vulnerable. It's like we've been so exposed. Like we're raw. Like we're raw. Like raw meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, like just so raw. Like everything is so new and raw. Um, and it's and so it makes total sense. I couldn't. There was a commercial that played a lot when I was in early sobriety. And it was a Johnson and Johnson commercial about having a baby changes everything. Yeah. I think that was the only words that they said, and they show like a mom holding a baby. Oh. And you know, I, I my kids were under the age of eight when I got sober, so they weren't too far off from having been babies. And I saw that commercial, and I could I could never I would have to turn off the TV or put it on mute because I would just like lose. <laughs> Yeah. really sensitive to that commercial like yeah really crap because you know like for so many years like things happened that were very moving and in, in my life but I just would drink over them like around 9-11 I don't yeah. know how old you were were you second like grade. Born yet? Oh, second second grade oh my god okay I was <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay I was older than you much older <laughs> Okay, Mackenzie could be my daughter. Technically. No, but you yes. would be like ten when you had. Oh yeah, I guess. 
well yeah now that you would be like okay so that, yeah. to have a baby yeah with me but no, nice but try. no because I'm 20 years older than you. Are you? I'm 48. I'm 27. Yeah. You could be my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 9-11. I was working across from the city, the skyline. You know, we all mm. know it was a beautiful day. And I, I looked, I remember coming out. I worked at a pharmaceutical company as a manufacturing facility and human resources and I came outside and I just saw the skyline with like the smoke billing you know how it was like the smoke just like yep. par paralleled the yep. skyline and yep. I was right across the Hudson River I was in Elizabeth yeah. New Jersey working wow. and I was like what the f and the first wow. thing I thought of was like I got I gotta get a drink that's the first thing I did I went home like they sent us home early and I drank so yeah I mean that's just what, yeah. I mean, and for those who don't, like, where we live, 9-11, I mean, impacted a lot of people, but where we live in particular, yeah, partic like, we, it's, yeah, it's, um, I get it. Totally get it. I mean, I was in second grade, but I would have had the exact same thought if I get it. I we drank then we drank when we were happy like every there was every every oh my god i'm happy i have to drink oh my god i'm sad i have to drink oh my god i'm scared i have to drink it's it's just what we did to like to numb even like happy things we, which we weren't even realizing it you know we're like this will make it better maybe mm -hmm. well that's what people think i mean that that's yeah oh the party's gonna be better because we're yeah <clears throat> we're yeah, drinking i'll have Right. And maybe normal people, like if they had one or two, they could like get like this cool buzz, but not when you have like two and a half bottles of wine. And <laughs> yeah. And I would like fall not... down. Like I would like be in college wasted and fall down and get injured, but yeah. it wouldn't hurt me. And next day I'm like, whoa, like yeah. did I break my arm? Like, cause, so our senses were numbed. You oh know? my God. Sarah, I have a scar on my side because I was at a frat party don't remember it at all and I guess I like fell like in the basement and like I literally cut open my side of, with like glass it was like a glass bottle that was broken and I didn't even and my dress ripped like bad and I woke up the next morning and like my everything was like covered in blood and I had no <laughs> I still have a scar like no yeah like numb just numb yeah. So we numb, like we think we're like making things more heightened, yeah. but we're actually really numbing ourselves. Numbing, yeah. And it just, yeah. Oh, I'm so happy it's not like that anymore. I'm so happy yeah. I don't want to numb anything. Even it's really, sadness. yeah. It's, it's really comfortable. It's, and, and I think for some of us, it takes a while to get to a place where we're comfortable in our own skin and sobriety, right? That's like a oh, phrase yeah. we hear a lot. And, um, and uh, it, yeah, it, t it takes some time, especially like me, the old timer here in this, <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> the old timer. <laughs> I'm not gonna, say, I'm like not gonna entertain that. <laughs> not entertaining your crazy uh, thought. 
Uh, no, yeah. So it's just it's um, I I you know because you you I know you knew you were an alcoholic and you drank. How many years did you drink alcoholically? Um, alcoholically, um, probably like two, like really bad. But I mean, I started drinking when I was fourteen and drank to get fucked up from fourteen. Right. So I guess you could say since I was 14, but like when it really was becoming like really bad was like the last two years. And then yeah. the last year, the last year was the worst. Right. But um, I mean, like when, when I found alcohol when I was 14, like the alcohol's purpose for me was to get obliterated, not to like socially Correct. drink and have fun with people. So Correct. Just need to put that out You there. qualify. I'm just right now that you absolutely qualify. I'm not doing an inventory, but yes, you absolutely qualify. Because so. I, 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 I need my sponsor to do that. <clears throat> I need my sponsor to, to make sure that, that I'm supposed to be here. Yes. I'm telling you right now what you are and what you're not and I'm telling you what you do. No, but yeah, drinking to like, I, I never really understood um, how people can just have like a glass of wine doesn't sound appealing why would you do what a waste of i know today wine. even like i'm like why is that person just have like and, and that's just so crazy about the um the obsession the the obsession the physical yeah. uh, subsession but then the mental obsession as well yeah. you know that yeah. even being sober this time not that we like Oh, I have really quick, a really funny story about that. Yeah. Um, I went to dinner, I don't know, this was like five maybe years ago. I was a couple years sober and went to dinner with a friend and, um, you know, he ordered a margarita, which was ever fine. It's okay. Ordered a margarita and the waitress brought it and there was a tiny, tiny like gnat, like fly in it. And I remember he was like, oh my God, like, Oh, like I can't drink this and like put it off to the side and like he's like <laughs> called the waitress over and was like, Yeah. He was like really nice. He's like, There's a fly in my drink, like, you know, I, I can't um I can't drink it. And she's like, Okay, no problem. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'll bring another one. And I'm like, first of all, why can't you drink that? Take the fucking fly out or not. Like, that's perfectly fine. Second of all, he like went to like send it back with her too. I'm like, keep that. Like you have like <laughs> It was just so weird. He was like, no, like, just bring me another one. She's like, okay, no charge. I'm like, so now you have two drinks. You're only oh paying for one. And he wanted to, like, send it back. And, like, but was really like, no, there was a fly in it. I'm like, who the fuck cares? It's a little yeah. gnat. Like, and it was just like, was okay. this, like, during, when, is this while you were still drinking or after? No, this was, like, I was a couple years sober. Yeah, I right. Was, like, sober, yeah. like, and it was just funny, like, because I didn't want it. Like, it was just more, like such the disconnect such like the yeah like I'm definitely an alcoholic like right. that makes no sense and there have been moments yeah. like that in my sobriety where I'm like why like wait what and then like yeah I'm I still I'm gonna keep coming yeah <laughs> I know I know like because like I totally agree I, I I get it and it's like at first it's hard you know because you're trying to like some of us are white knuckling it in the beginning and then for those of us like you and I, I know I can speak for both of us that we're kind of in a remission state. Yeah. And I know that's really controversial to say, say that, but. Well, we are. 
we are. And um, <clears throat> so I can, but I still, even in this, like, in this remission state, I will do what you just did. Like, I will yeah. be like, just keep the fucking glass of wine with the, the bug in it, take it yeah. out, and you get two drinks for one. You get two. Because and now, like, our mind, I think you were thinking. Yeah, he was like, gonna send it back and wait. It was like a busy restaurant. I'm like, and now you're gonna wait longer to have your drink? Like, yeah. But it wasn't like, like it really wasn't like, oh my God, I want that. It was more just like the conf the lack, like the confusion. And I still, like, I, yeah, it still Because we didn't today. think that way. Yeah. Right. Because, like, what? Like, yeah. Okay. So, um, for the sake of time, um, I want to say, um, also, in terms of senses, um, now that we've had some time, and this just happened to me recently, um, but it actually, fortunately, it happened for me, a, like, pretty, pretty soon after I got sober, where there was like this awful gut repulsion to the smell of alcohol. Like, I recoiled from it like a hot flame. Like it, the smell of it, like would like really make me gag. And <clears throat> if I think I have, I'd no longer feel that way. I am reminded like last weekend we had a, you know, I'm a party for my, my son and a guest brought a bottle of wine, one of several, and one of them didn't get finished. And she goes, Oh, you can just dump it. So I dumped it. And oh, then yeah. like the good parents we are, like we just left the dishes and I, we were just tired. We're looking yeah, for some yeah, dishes. Yeah, but yeah. I went back the next morning and like the wine had like spilled on some of the dishes that were still sitting in the sink. I know everyone probably thinks I'm like a total hoarder, gross living, but Mackenzie's no, been in my not. house. Like, <laughs> I heard it's so it. clean, sanitary. <laughs> it's great. It was just like the, one of those nights. And, and, but I went to go wash the dishes and I got a whiff of the wine. And I was like, oh, like, thank God, like, I have that repulsion. What about you? Oh, have, yeah. Yeah. Because wine, especially, like, with wine, it's such a strong, like, you could be around someone who would just, like, walk by with a glass of wine, and it just, it's just strong, it's just a strong scent, and it's just, yeah, total repulsion. Like, I can't even, I'm like, I have a hard time still over seven years later having anything peach flavored because at the end of my drinking it was like peach vodka like brunette's peach vodka like and I can like like and it's like and I loved peach like and I can't like yogurt like like anything like peach flavored wow wow so yeah talk about like this is just things I'm like just thinking of like talk about senses like over seven years later I still can't eat anything peach flavored or when I do it's like like I had like peach iced tea not too long ago I didn't really realize it and I took a drink and it was like oh like it was like this this weird um feeling but it was okay but like I didn't you know it's like okay yeah still there let me put this down because but it wasn't like oh my god like yes like this, it was like the opposite. It was like, I don't like this at all. I'm really grossed out. I don't want anything to do with this peach iced tea. <laughs> There's no alcohol in it, but still it was just like, yeah. Yeah. Recoil from like a hot flame, yeah. recoil yeah. from a hot flame. Yes. So we are, we are too lucky um, alcoholics 
in remission who recoil at this at the smell of alcohol now today. My husband, when when he still he doesn't really drink anymore, um, occasional beer here and there, um, but he's not an alcoholic. But he would like have a beer after like in the city after yeah. like somebody's like moving on to another part. Oh, let's celebrate with beer, and he would have a beer or a half a beer. Like that's the oh, way my the husband half. was. Yeah, the halves don't get it. I don't get that either. But don't get I it. could smell Mackenzie. I'd be up in my bedroom, which you can see behind me, and I would like he would come in, and as he's walking up the steps, and granted, we live in a small house, I could smell the beer. I believe it on his breath that he finished like two hours earlier. Yeah, and and ate like a full dinner. Yeah, I, and I would be like do not come near me. I am really about to barf. Like just from that. Spot. So I'm glad. I'm really glad. So that's why like in bar, if like I have to go to a bar, a restaurant that has a bar in it where you can smell the alcohol. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so um, yeah. Like thank, I'm so grateful that that happens to us. Truly. Yeah. So a lot goes on. So we just kind of like touched the, like, you know, the tip of the iceberg with this one. Cause I'm thinking about bringing on like, you know, any of my listeners, like I, I when I first had this host um, of a, another podcast on, Jill from Sober Powered. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, she's amazing. She's, um, she's so smart. A, she's so smart. Why is she so smart? Why is she so smart? <laughs> I want to be that smart. So yeah, so she has, uh, so she's an alcoholic, but I think I was looking through her website because she, she's been on before and we talked about, I think, sleep and alcohol. So I don't know, like maybe listeners can write me at sobergratitudes at gmail.com or um, sober underscore gratitudes at Instagram account. If you're interested in hearing more about like the science behind the biology behind senses and alcohol. Yeah. I think I that would, would love be that because, really cool to have her on. Yeah. Cause clearly I can't articulate it. Nor, nor <laughs> I know can. it all. <laughs> I mean, we could just share what we experienced, you know, like right. I can share, but I don't. And, yeah. Yeah. And that, cause it's, 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 uh, it's fascinating. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's just so in conclusion, if you want to get sober, like there's so many freaking gifts of sobriety. This is yeah. one of the trillions of gifts you get right. when you get sober. You can feel, you can feel and you can smell and you can taste and you can see and, and <laughs> if you like write a song. <laughs> you were once blind, but now you can see. I, know. <laughs> I once was lost. Now, okay. Now I'm found. But we got to go because we, we've got people to help now to go we, we do let's go you know what we should do shout out to our friend we should go try and live, a life. And live a life live two lives two lives two lives that were what that were worth saving. worth what yep mm -hmm. we're worth saving. saving and we think you should do the same I think you should. We hope. No, we don't. Oh. I'm not going to say should. No. I'm going to retract yeah. that. I'm going to rewind. Beep, beep, take beep. Beep. Now that's my will. My will coming in. This is what you should do. No. All right. Let's like rewind the tape. 
We hope, hope, we sincerely hope that you do the same. Yeah. Because sobriety rocks. We love you. We love you. And you never have to feel this way again if you're feeling anything but freedom. And if you like um, this little um, topic. Duo. Yeah, this duo. Yeah. <laughs> This is one of the things that we've been thinking chit about. Chat. Yeah. <clears throat> Banter. Chat, chatting with Mackenzie and Sarah. So that's one of the things with that yeah, we've been kind of discerning about um, the podcast, you know, like mo moving, like ex ex expanding it, expanding it like Mondays with Mackenzie's. Um, yeah, we're, we're trying Meditations to... with Mackenzie or I don't know. We, we've been thinking about that. Just have specific topics that we yeah. can talk about. So if you have any thoughts on that, if you want to hear more Mackenzie and Sarah chats, we'd love to offer that to you. Yeah, we would. This is because this is all we want to talk about. So you're just helping us by giving yeah. us the green light. <laughs> right. Because it really is just all we about do this me anyway. Right? I mean, we talk all the time anyway. <laughs> if you want to hear some of what we have to say. All oh my god secrets <laughs> all of our secrets and our weird we're and our weirdo um ness weird weirdo ness is yeah. that a word it is now <laughs> <laughs> all right we seriously do have to go because yeah. we do start in 10 minutes we're going to be helping people yeah we are all right adios all right. see ya bye Well, that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you to my guest and all of you for listening. I hope what you heard inspires you to look for and recognize the gifts of sobriety. Sober Gratitudes, a podcast dedicated to delivering messages of hope through true stories of recovery. A sober life is possible if you truly want it.